0: I have 400 cars, I have 400 scars and 400 guitars, I have 400 houses, I have 400 mouses and 400 houses, bet you I can dance better than you, I bet you you don't know too. Welcome back to the
1: Overly Dedicated Podcast, Uh, this is Gabe and Nadav here with you, again broadcasting from Nadav's Back Porch. Um, yep. It's starting to uh, get a little cloudy out here, uh, but I checked the forecast. It's not going to rain
2: for for Definitely. a while now, so it feels beautiful. That's for sure. I'm having a great time. Yeah, the weather has been <laughs> wonderful. I mean, the way the weather is, has been going these past like two weeks, you it's can't been amazing. you can't complain about May weather Mm-mm. No,
1: June, July in uh, in DC though, <laughs> the
2: humidity horrible. Yeah. You're lucky you don't live here. Miserable as hell. And well. I think we only got a couple more years till the cicadas come back. So <laughs> oh, <crap>. Hold on.
1: <laughs> hold on to your uh, shoelaces of sorts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So um, let's get into All it. All
1: right. Uh, our fir- this 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 episode uh, we're we're dedicating mostly to No Name, um, and her two albums. Okay. Uh, we're gonna talk about our favorite parts about No Name. Uh, we're gonna talk about seeing her live. We're gonna talk about her themes, her impact, everything. Um,
2: all things known. Yeah, we're
1: gonna we're gonna end this this episode with some music recommendations for you guys. Um, and some new music that we like, as,
2: as we will do for for basically every episode. You can count on some some good music recommendations. Absolutely, um, and
1: to Just s- always wait for the end. It's worth oh, it. We al- <laughs> al- get
2: some good music.
1: Always listen to it all. Yes. Always listen to our podcast. Always
2: listen to every single thing. And
1: also tell your friends. And also follow us on follow Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at, and Instagram at, if you want. At <laughs> Overly Dedic, the number eight ed. Yeah. Overly dedicated. Send us any emails. If you if you we need to add, that. yeah we have an email <laughs> at overly dedicated music at g or overly dedicated music at gmail um, always you for booking we're all, <laughs> we'll yeah send you prices yeah. Like, whatever you need uh, we're, we're
2: here we just want to deliver to the people
1: yeah uh, so we're gonna start this episode with a little uh, with a little, segment a little segment activity uh, One
2: segment we like to do here at at, at the, at the overly dedicated, dedicated <laughs> podcast
1: um, we're gonna go bar for bar for you guys um, and not to say that we are rapping because we are not we, <laughs> we are not rappers. we suck at rap um, <laughs> we we have no skill but we will tell you some bars that,
2: that, that other that. people made that are good <laughs> yeah so uh, so we're this gonna- is how it's gonna work we're gonna have a bar that you love a bar that makes you think and a bar that makes you laugh and we'll, we'll, we'll switch off on them and uh, you know just say our bars maybe explain them a bit we'll say yeah so do you want to start off
1: uh, a bar that I love personally uh, is from a Smino song, We Got the Biscuits, off of his most recent album, uh, Noar, which is so, so beautiful.
2: Um, <laughs> One of my favorite albums of all time. Give it a lesson if you haven't yet.
1: Please, 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 please listen.
2: All the love in the world for Smino. Smino is perfect. No name is, is this episode's subject, but you can definitely count on a lot of Smino talking in the future. Smino is, <laughs> is uh, a god yes. uh,
1: of sorts. Um, so this bar this is a bar that I love uh, and this bar goes like this I get the dough like Homer all this paper looked like homework shoddy a glacier in a cold world her booty flat like converse but when we converse she said kind words I like how your mind work Let's see how your brain is,
0: and <laughs> um, uh,
1: we got we got some fun wordplay in there. And the SmiNo flair to yeah, it. The SmiNo flair to it yeah, when you listen. Yeah. I mean, I could I could you never. I, I literally could never try to imitate <laughs> SmiNo's inflection and his delivery and his accent because it's so perfect and unique and incredible. Um, but just a few well, things from from that bar. I really I really like that he says I get the dough like Homer, and then he he libs a little dough there. Um, I think that that's just really creative, um, and I, I I find it fun when artists use similes for money, um, because they they definitely have a lot more money than I do, um, and they're very rich. Uh, and I like when they flex that; it's very cool. Um, and I also part of the part of this bar that I love is is he's he's breaking down objectification of women here. He says her booty flat like Converse. But when we converse, she said kind words. I like how your mind work. Let's see how your brain is. He's consenting to sex based purely on the fact that she's saying kind words. Yeah. He doesn't care about how she looks. Uh, he, he cares that she's a nice person. He cares yeah. about he cares about the way she speaks to him. He cares about her conversation. Yeah, how she makes him feel. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's really important in the rap community. Uh, and I, that's something that I connected to a lot from this song.
2: Yeah, love it. Um... All right, I'll go with the bar that I love. So recently, actually, I've been listening to a lot of, like, really old school rap, like, you know, the, the beginning of rap. Um, I've just been really into it lately. It's kind of like where I started with hip hop. Um, I've been back there. So I've been listening to Paid in Full a lot, Eric B and Rakim, um, one of the best albums of all time. And in I Ain't No Joke, which is probably the best song in the album, Rakim says, I'm just an addict. And I'm just an addict addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm, I hook a beat up, convert it into hip-hop form. and crazy. I just... Oh, my God. The it's, flow. It's, the flow is crazy. <laughs> there are so many rhymes in there. Um, and he just uses... Like, Rakim's whole thing is that... First of all, he doesn't cuss. He never uses any filler words of any sort any of the time. Like, every single word he uses is necessary to making the point he's going to make and he uses such simple words but like with his flow he just he just still like blows your brain and i just i love that line so much he is an addict addicted to music and his whole life was just being in the studio and turning beats into hip-hop beats and he made like this was in 1988 when this album came out so like It's not like everyone was just making hip hop beats, so he was listening to other music and just being like, I'm just addicted to hip hop. Like, I'm already a hip hop head, and I'm just going to turn whatever music this is into a new style of hip hop, and it went on and on and on, and now we have hip hop today. Thank you to Paid in Full for being the first, in my opinion. Like, That's, that's like the oldest album that is one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Beautiful okay. album, yeah. Um, uh, moving on. On, on, yeah. Uh, so a
2: bar that makes you think. You want to start with this one? Yeah, I'll start it. Um, so this is from the song "All I Need" by No Name. Um, uh, we we we'll both, we both have No Name. name. We both yeah. have No Name here. Yeah. Well, I I could. I mean, you could just write the name of any song of No Name into this bar that makes you think, and you'd have about thirty bars from from each one. But I like this one. Um, This is from All I Need. When singers hitting my telly and telly paging my beeper, the reefer got me like, whoa, slow down. I need a minute for minute's sake, a dinner plate. Um, I just love this bar. Uh, I think like a lot of the time I'll, you know, listen to this bar after a long day of doing a ton of different stuff and be hitting the reefer a touch and it's got me uh i just you know slow down you just think about each minute and it's like this is the epitome of no name like looking within herself um as she's like just constantly doing all the time and just questioning like what are you doing with your life stop for a sec stop listening to other people um it just kind of like has me always thinking about like no name's whole concept and who she is and the ideas that she's pushing. Absolutely. Um, my
1: verse that makes me think is uh, also a no-name verse from the song "Black Exploitation" off her most recent studio album, that Room 25. An incredible song. Yeah. Um, and this is the bar. She says, Eating Chick-fil-A in the shadows, that tastes like hypocrite. Mmm, yummy tasty. Mmm, mmm, yummy tasty. Waffle fry my empathy, bitches just really lazy. Um, this, when I first heard this song, or this, yeah, I mean, when I first heard this song, I mean, th- this bar really just kind of sums up exactly how everyone should feel about eating Chick-fil-A. Um, she's eating it in the shadows, she doesn't want anyone to know that she's eating Chick-fil-A because of how horrible the o- their organization is as a whole, those owners, and their disgusting homophobia mm-hmm. and other such ideals that that... Organization practices, um, but I think that it it really sums up as a generation how we feel towards Chick Fil A. In that we like, I love Chick Fil A. Like, I <laughs> I eat a lot of Chick Fil A. I mean, it's delicious. But i every time I eat Chick Fil A, I really feel like a hypocrite because you know I I claim to be a
2: uh, standing up for these specific things. Yeah, they're standing against and them, and
1: I'm giving money to these people, yeah. and I, I think that it. This line has always been something that I resonated with, um, and something that that really made me think about um, my own hypocrisy in that sense, um, and other people's hypocrisy in that sense. Um, And she says, she literally heard the the last line of the bar that I quoted, just, bitches just really lazy. And I think that that's an apt, like, people just want Chick-fil-A, and they're too lazy to go somewhere else. And... I, I resonate with that, but I and I think that it's it's an important thing for us to all think
2: about. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's such a classic no name line right there. It re- it's that. it's it's really classic, yeah. yeah. Um Alright, moving on. Um a bar that makes you laugh, you wanna start? Yeah, so
1: my my bar is from a song called Um Just Like My Piss by Ski Mask the Slump God. Yeah. Uh, basically the whole song is just about how the female that he is currently involved with, um, is so hot, just like his piss. Uh, so my bar is from the hook, and th- this is this is what he says. He says, "My chick she hot. My chick she hot. Just like a pot. Just like my stove. Just like my piss when it smell old." And uh, that just <laughs> that's that makes me laugh every time. I yeah. mean. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> His piss. P is, is warm. P is warm, and it's funny to talk about urine. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> urine is um, absolutely hilarious. And to compare the female that he is involved with with urine, who does
2: that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. As a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with mine. Uh, yeah, this line just, the first time I heard it, I was just like, wow, this is like the worst. Like lyrical song I've ever heard in my <laughs> life, but I was just cracking up about it. It was my first listen to Jesus. Um, I know a lot of people love Jesus. I am a gigantic Kanye fan, but I am one of the people that Jesus just does not resonate with me. I don't, I don't like it. I just don't think it's good at all. Um, but I mean, there, there are some good parts. Kanye is one of the greatest artists ever. Blah blah. Um, from Bound Two, this is how he's really expressing his love to Kim Kardashian for like one of the first times since they've been together that he's really talking about her. Was when Jesus came out, and this is this is how he really can describe his love for her. I want to fuck you hard in the sink. After that, give you something to drink. Bound. <laughs> <laughs> Bound. That that is a bar right there. Uh, that's that's classic Kanye. That, it, that really is classic Kanye. Like, I, it just...
1: It just... It it, it has an effect. Like, yeah, it really it, has an effect. It, it like is,
2: Yeah, it is what it is. And
1: it, it, it definitely makes you uh, sit back in your seat a little bit.
2: Yeah, sit up in your seat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> certainly. Um, yeah, it's funny. Kanye is funny. I love Kanye. Kanye always comes through with the weird yeah. shit. Weird dude. Weird, weird, weird dude. Um, So... Do you have any other uh, any bars you want to throw in? No, no more bars for me. Okay, uh, yeah. that's that's all my bars. I'm good too. Um, all right. So let's move on to No Name. Um, the, the main focus what, of our yeah, I don't know today. what we want to start with here. Actually, um, do you want to start just discussing her albums? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's discuss Telephone to start. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. No Name's got two albums out, and like to me, they're both. They're both like titans to me. They're, I mean, they're unless you want to call them like nine point eight because they're not long enough. Like if that I, if that's what you want to make, I like don't,
1: I don't know if they're not long enough.
2: I mean, I, I don't know either. I, I, but I if think, people want to make that ar- that argument, I under, It's not a lot of music. I think telephone
1: is a, a really, really nearly perfect project. Um, Agree. The Strongly. and I, I in terms of length, I think that she's a, she's a rapper. That really, really benefits from a short album. Um, her, her music, her, her her. We've
2: never heard anything different.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, but I think her, her style definitely caters to short spurts of greatness, um, and I think she, she really, really mastered that on both Telephone and Room Twenty Five. Yeah. Um, and for for Telephone, I mean, it it's. It's a really, really unbelievable concept as an album. Um, she is is talking about her deepest fears around death. Like it, that, the whole, death is
2: one of the absolute main themes of the entire album. The, uh, it's kind of she what returns the, to it over and over, over again, over and
1: over and over again, um, and the, there's a there's a hell of a lot of nostalgia. Um, and I, I mean, wish I was a kid again. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, she, starts, she starts the album with a song called Yesterday, um, which is... Hey, basically... y'all. Sorry about this, but at this point in recording, our audio got cut off, and we we're forced to continue the discussion at a later date over Skype. We pick up at the start of our breakdown of No Name's first album, Telephone. Um,
2: telephone is really just filled with, like, tons and tons of different concepts that we're going to get into. Um... But yeah, it was like an imme- album I immediately fell in love with. And we can start to kind of break down the tracks if that's how you want to start, Gabe. Or uh, uh, if you would rather talk about the album in full first. I- I'd like to first say just generally about this album, it, it is
1: nearly perfect. Um, yeah, definitely.
2: No she... skips. It's <laughs> not a single it's, skip. It's, it's a song you always listen to start, uh, an album you always listen to start to finish.
1: Yeah, um, Yeah. You know? And something that I really like about this album too is its length. It's only about thirty minutes long 35, um yeah thirty yeah it's thirty five minutes thank you um and I think no name can do so much in in such a short amount of time um and something that that I really think is so powerful about no name's music is that she she can really really evoke emotion really really well uh with her sound um Telephone is an album, really a lot, a lot of it is about death and, and a lot of it is about nostalgia, um, and learning to kind of cope with loss. Um, and I think she does a really great job with that sound wise on here. Um, just for starters, um, she, she begins the album with a, with a song called Yesterday. Uh, and Yesterday begins with a kind of faded in lullaby-ish tune. Um, and it it it's really softening but in a way it's really off-putting also. Um and I think that's a a pretty apt way to describe the album as a whole. Um it kind of it kind of holds you there um softly and and really gives you really beautiful tunes and and melodies um and at the same time it's presenting you with these really really difficult ideas of of death of Growing up, of of the end of things, um, of love, um, and I think that that telephone does a really great job of kind of teetering on the edge of is she happy? Is is she scared? Um, and moving on from yesterday, I I think the rest of the album just does a does a really great job dealing with the issues that she that she presents on yesterday about growing up. She talks about lessons from her grandma of don't grow up too soon. Um, And it's just really a beautiful song.
2: All right. So we are now going to continue to kind of just go track by track. Um, We'll do that with telephone and then we'll do that with Room 25. Um, So Gabe just spoke a bit on yesterday, um, but we are going to move on to the next song, Sunny Duet um such a beautiful song a really beautiful song uh every single song is one of my favorite songs on the album <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, just, I'm not gonna say it for every single one um but this is like a really like fun kind of like pickup song a lot about love um yeah and yeah they're really like discussing love throughout this entire song it's like a really cute song and it's really fun and she's has super nice flow through the whole thing
1: it is um, a really cute song um the S- no name is really awesome about talking at, at talking about love um yeah she she's the, the hookah in this in this song is love is just a word unless you show it um which is very true um i think love love is a concept is def- can definitely be summed up that way you you can't really fake love you can't really it, you know you you have to show your love in order for it to be to to be recognized um yeah. and I think it's clear that that's what no name values which i think is really uh pretty um and yeah sunny duet i mean it's it's just a really beautiful love song to me
2: yeah and you really get to see like a fun aspect of no names flow um, yeah which is definitely different than it is in yesterday yeah absolutely um all right so we'll move on to the next song which is diddy bop <laughs> um which is one of my favorite favorite no-name songs ever um D- diddy bop is sh- straight nostalgia yeah
1: like yeah it there there's not a moment of that song where she's not talking about her childhood yeah um and uh, that that plays into the whole uh, like death thing because uh, she's she she kind of is is seems like it just is she's scared um, and she wants to go back uh, yeah. which is which is pretty powerful to me and Diddy Bob
2: yeah and she just kills it on the bridge um, I'm just gonna read it because this is really like no name really like displaying all the nostalgia that she feels and just wanting to be back home um goes run 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 mama say come home before the street lights do ice cream on my front porch and my new fubu and my a1s too watching my happy block my whole neighborhood hit the ditty bop yeah um and then the music during that part is just so beautiful um yeah and she's through the whole thing she's like very in a very sad way just talking about how much she loved her home and it's kind of what it, just being a kid
1: I, I think it's it's a really this is a really cool song in terms of the next two songs um the, ne- the next two songs all i need and and reality check all i need is another love song sh- like super smooth and basically just saying love is all she needs um she she recognizes her own pitfalls and 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 recognizes that those can be filled with with love um and diddy bop and, and then moving on to reality check as well reality check is kind of like wait um she she's she needs to get in touch with her own self yeah. um and that she's powerful yeah. beyond what she imagines um and i think diddy bop uh, in the placement where it is is kind of per it's it's a really perfect point of view of childhood um the the bridge that you said i mean every yeah. everyone's happy everyone's
2: dancing yeah i mean it's mostly about beautiful memories and it's yeah. the things that are just kind of harder to find the types of things that are harder to to come by once you're older and and once you're working like she is um and touring and and whatever it is um to just miss his home and and to go back to what you're saying about reality check that really is the start of a pattern that we see throughout Nina's entire career especially on room 25 which we'll get to but it's when she's really asking herself a lot of questions, yeah. um, which is like kind of a staple of No Name's career and and the way she raps is she just constantly asking herself questions. And like Gabe said, reality check is where she just kind of stops and she's asking herself, you know, she she was asking herself better fears, um, the difficulties of doing her album um, and and. Being famous and being a being an artist um and yeah just kind of questioning everything that she's up to and making sure she looks within herself
1: yeah that's one of my favorite parts about no name is how um how realistically introspective she is in her music in a way um she really believes in herself she has a lot of things about you know do what's best for you um all, all I need. There, there's a lot of stuff about it. That, there's a quote that says, "If it's not how I want it, it's just how I need it," uh, which I think is is incredibly self reflective, um, and that's that's part of the reason I value nonim so much, um, is because she's she's only here to improve herself and in doing so improve the world, um, which I think is very inspiring.
2: Hundred percent. Um, so we'll now skip kind of through those. We kind of talked about those three all together um and we'll go on to the freedom interlude
1: yeah so the freedom interlude uh filled with confusion really um she, and 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 fear a lot um she, she recognizes her ultimate fate with the, with death um and kind of says hey we're all going to die let's enjoy ourselves while we're here and and do the best that we can to improve the world around us uh which yeah. i again is is just a a pretty beautiful
2: message to send um and yeah yeah she just kind of she says a lot of things really quickly it's really really short um in, cl-
1: in classic no name fashion
2: yeah a lot of things really quickly. She just, like, I mean, yeah, it's really classic. She talks about, like, 50 different things. We're not going to go over everything, but it's just kind of her exploring lots of different (laughs) questions um, that she has about her life and that she has about uh, her past and everything. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Then is Casket Pretty is next.
1: Casket Pretty is saddest song on the album easily yes. yes um it's just about how all of her friends die like
2: yeah um, and she's specifically talking about police brutality yeah. in america and in chicago particularly she she talks about how it was a brutal summer um which like she dropped this album after the summer that that was just kind of yeah. I mean it's still obviously as much an an issue now as ever, but that's kind of when the whole world was kind of at least in some sense waking up to the police brutality that was going on. Um and I'm sure she had a lot of people close to her that were affected by it. Um yeah, a very, very sad song.
1: Absolutely. Um that that was absolutely a sad song. Uh but forever, um is the next song and it comes in with, with some redemption um, and a lot of self encouragement here, um, which I think is really cool. Um, Even though she's, she's very clearly scared on this album. There's, there's a, a very much a dichotomy dichotomy between her fear and her hope, um, which I think makes the album a a really, really intriguing piece.
2: Um, I mean, this is really about self-belief um this this whole song is is kind of about uh is focusing on her self belief um yeah. and believing herself and just kind of being optimistic about about everything
1: yeah, and then uh the next song is back to incredibly depressing uh
2: bye bye baby bye yeah. bye, bye baby yeah, uh,
1: which is about m- miscarriage and or abortion um which is obviously a really scary and
2: uh terrifying thing for a woman to have to go through. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of in like a, a storytelling, uh, she's kind of like telling a story throughout this entire song.
1: Yeah. She's, she's, she's basically talking to her dead baby. I mean, it's, it's just a really, really, a a, a pretty scary song. Um,
2: yeah. but and... she does, she does, you know, kind of finish it off. Um, when she's saying on a lonely road where happiness needs us. Yeah. In the outro. Yeah. Um and she says she says I'm going to fall kind in of starts love again. to pick it up again. Yeah. yeah. Like she then says I'm going to I'm going to fall in love again on a lonely yeah. road where happiness.
1: Which needs which it. again like is just my favorite part about this album. It's 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 so fearful and so tense. So um, real. Yeah, and but she she just always comes in with some inspiration through that. There's there's always some kind of force pushing her towards this positivity and you can, you can feel it under the surface kind of like brewing,
2: you know? And she actually, she has a really beautiful quote about this song that I'm going to read. Um, it was a quote from an interview with the fader. Um, what I tried to do is make a love song for them. I feel like whenever I hear people talking about abortion, they typically take the love out of it as a, as if it can never be at a loving act as if it's only done out of hate or desperation i know women who have gone through that experience and there hasn't been like a song for them or um, a moment of healing for them in music the show was just important to me as a woman as someone who cares about these women yeah no yeah, name which is just like a, a beautiful a beautiful quote and such a such an awesome description of this song yeah
1: and and you love to see no name i mean she she's a rapper of the people. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna talk about this a lot more on Room Twenty Five. But I I think No Name does a really fantastic job, like representing those who have previously not been represented in hip hop, um, including women um, and black women. And this is this is a a really really impressive display of emotion on this song. Um, and I think that's it's a pretty important song, and. I guess we we can move on to the outro to the album now. The beautiful, wonderful, amazing Shadow Man featuring Smino and Saba. Yes, uh, um,
2: Shadow <laughs> Man is obviously an amazing song. This is our first taste of the greatest trio ever known trio. as Smino and Saba. The trio uh,
1: made made in the heavens. Yeah, the most beautiful they, trio.
2: They complement each other perfectly. They're all talented as can be. They all make amazing music by themselves. And Asmino as hopes as well. Uh, we hope that a album of the three of them will be on the way. This is one of the best no name songs.
1: I am I am very much hoping for that album.
2: <laughs> it would be wonderful. And I
1: don't think it's I don't think it's out of the question. I mean
2: I would don't... I think it's more likely than not to happen in the next five years. You want to put money on it? You know <laughs> I'm always about that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a betting man.
1: I'm not a betting man. But um, I think as an outro to this album, Shadowman does such a perfect job capturing her
2: journey with death. Um, yeah, whole song is just all three of them are just talking about death and yeah. living forever and and they so they they
1: talk about their funerals and they all say they want, uh, roles, as my mother likes to refer to them. Yeah. Um, you know, they say play Metro Boomin at my, play at Metro my
2: Boomin uh, funeral.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they, they want, I think this is no names kind of wrap up of, of her discussion about death with saying we should be more comfortable with it. It's something that, that happens we're all going to find the darkness she 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 talks about in the opening song in in yesterday um she talks about when the sun goes down aka death um and in shadow man there's a there's a hook that says this that says darkness keep you well yeah. um and it's a I, it's it's a blessing of a song it's kind of blessing you to into your death and i think that
2: that's yeah uh, i mean she's also talking about the people who have died um and she's like especially she kind of uh hints at like well throughout the whole album she's really hinting at talking about people who may have died from systematic oppression of some sort um that type of thing she's kind of just wishing them a peaceful rest and kind of doing what she loves to do which is make a song for the for the people that just don't really have a song about them which you spoke on a bit earlier absolutely um
1: and i think that 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 discussion in, in terms of of making things for for people who aren't necessarily represented um is a good segue into room 25 the album yes uh, and i telephone was a really morbid and nostalgic album it, it really seemed like she she was trying to find the light, in a way, in that album. Um, and after Room 25, or I'm sorry, after Telephone, she posted on Facebook, um, LOL Facebook, um, that she wasn't going to make another album. Um,
2: yeah, so she, she was done with music.
1: To mine and Nadav's chagrin. <laughs> yeah, uh, was, we were near was, tears. Yeah, I remember when you showed me that. I was not happy. Yeah. it was It was not a good time. Uh, um and so i telephone really captured how long he was and i think room 25 came in and immediately hits you with she's now exploring who she is and the power that she brings to this world through music
2: yeah like she's even like a little kind of braggy on the first song which is like not a trait you see at all
1: really braggy throughout
2: all of telephone throughout all of telephone which is awesome yeah um Um,
1: and and i really i really (laughs) really like the 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 part in um the the intro to room 25 is called self um the part in self where where she's saying maybe this is an album you listen to in your car when you're driving home late at night um maybe this is an album for other things um she kind of just questions exactly what the album is for and then she finished it with saying nah actually this is for me um she is making the declaration that her music and her power comes from herself. And Room 25 as a whole is, is really about who she is and, and what she can bring to the world, um, which is not something that we saw in Telephone. Telephone was a, was a really self-reflective album, and Room 25 is more of a, an exploration about what
2: she can do and, and how she can do it. And she's also proven everyone wrong a bit when she yeah. says, Y'all really thought a bitch couldn't rap? <laughs> well, she can. <laughs> and she's the best at it. She's number one in the world. Yeah. This is this is my favorite no name song, actually. Self? Yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: it's it's definitely in my top five. We're gonna get to our top fives a little bit later. All right, so Self... we'll
2: move on now. Self is is the perfect way to kick off the album, the same as yesterday was the most perfect way to kick off telephone yes. to really like set the kind of standard for what the album is going to be about. Um we now move to Black Exploitation um which is a really really interesting song. Um I know there are a couple lines you probably want to specifically talk about. Yeah. Um so yeah, go.
1: Yeah, um well I mean I mean we talked about it earlier this episode uh when we went bar for bar. Um, but the That's Eating a Chick-fil-A in the Shadows yeah. that Tastes Like Hypocrite uh, is a wonderful line. Um, and I, I think that that this song, first of all, sound-wise, it's nothing like we'd heard from No Name before. It's yeah. funky. Room it's, 25
2: is really an entirely different sound from Telephone.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um,
2: she switches up her flow a bit with it, too.
1: Yeah, completely. Um, and the 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 un, unique sound mirrors the message in her in the song um, and the the message in the song is is kind of about rejecting the system in a way it's it's very anti-establishment uh, her her independence from labels I think is really powerful um, she she's been really really vocal about the fact that she does not want anybody telling her what to do or how to make Ever. music I think she She just makes so many statements in this song about about the system,
2: um yeah, I mean specifically, a great one is when she um just goes, maybe I'm a hypocrite, maybe I'm a hypochondriac, I'm struggling to simmer down maybe i'm an I'm an insomnia black, bad sleep triggered by bad government, write a think piece in the rap song, the New age Covenant. I love those four lines in a row um That's also it's very much kind of what happens in this album a lot where she's saying that maybe i'm this and maybe i'm that and just kind of offering all these ideas about herself and questioning herself um as no name always does
1: yeah um this this album is is just filled with questions which i love yeah um and you ask them as well exactly yeah um and moving on to um Prayer song, prayer song, yeah. That's that's another one. That's that's very anti-establishment. Yeah. Um. Very anti-gentrification. She. There's a quote that says, "Bake a cake with flour. It's better to gentrify," which is kind of talking about um, wealthy white people moving into hip, quote unquote, downtrodden communities and and raising the prices of everything, uh, driving out minorities and and bringing in wealthy white people. And I I think she she's bringing in ideas that that are really representative of a generation of hip hop fans that are not necessarily like seeing these issues talked about in other places. Um, And I think that's super important because she has the opportunity to kind of like represent that generation as a whole. And again, her independence is allowing her to do that. And she, she can present whatever ideas she wants. She can make it sound however she wants. Um, and in the music industry, which is, has been for a very long time incredibly establishment um, in terms of, you know, if you want to make money in the music industry, you're going to have to sign with a label. If you sign with a label, you're going to have to listen to the higher-ups in that label. Um, yeah. But No Name, as an independent artist can allow herself to present anti-establishment ideas.
2: Yeah, and no one can tell her what to say.
1: Yeah, and I think she has the ability to represent uh, a generation that's becoming increasingly anti-establishment.
2: 100%. Um, We'll move on to Window now. Window is a really fun and exciting song. Um, Window is basically No Name talking about an intense relationship that she had. She talks about losing her virginity. Um, and she talks about how she grew as a person throughout the relationship. Um, and she talks about how sex affected the relationship. It's a really, really interesting song um, with also a, a beautiful intro um, yeah. for saying me so happy now, me so Mississippi, kiss me till I drown. Everybody think they know me. Don't nobody really know me. Yeah, that's... Um, I- which is kind of seems to be how she always feels. Yes.
1: No, nobody knows her and you can, you cannot predict her. Um, And this song I I think is, is really um, about reclaiming her, her own body and reclaiming herself. Um, She, she came from a place where, you know, on on telephone, she talked a lot about, about love and how it, how it can complete you. Um, And this is a song that's, it's, it's about coming to terms with a breakup. Really. It's about, it's about learning from from previous love rather than, than letting it get you down um, and making yourself a better person for it. Um, it's not vindictive at all. It's not, there's there's no resentment towards this previous love of hers that has come to an end. But again, she she's just continues to be focused on self-improvement and self-reflection. And that, that can take us into the next song, which is, you know, window was was really uplifting uh really self-inspiring of her and don't forget about me is we're just back to super depressed no name uh she's she... yeah
2: this is very much like self-reflection no name um and she starts to talk about like as she's getting bigger and being away from home um kind of realizing what's important and and hoping but not knowing that she'll be remembered by the people that she loves the most. Um, Yeah. This is back to a little bit of depressed. No name.
1: Yeah. um, The first, the first verse, she just says, the secret is I'm actually broken. Um, It's just really, really sad. Um, It it just continues with the, with her, her back and forth between herself.
2: The song finishes off um, with the hook. No Name starts it off just saying, I know everyone goes someday. I know my body's fragile. I know it's made from clay, um, which is just kind of a a cool, I mean, kind of cool image. But um, it's just sad. And it's No Name talking about how she knows she's going to die one day, like returning to be talking about death. And then she just goes on to list all the people she cares about the most and just hopes that they don't forget about her. And I think this is kind of talking about death and kind of also talking about like, fame and stardom which she just by the time room 25 comes along she knows that she's already going to be famous like she kind of understands that yeah she's kind of trying to look at how to deal with it which is interesting because she first didn't want to make music because of that reason Yeah. but obviously she's someone who loves music um and she definitely cares <clears throat> about being a voice for other people so she's doing it anyway and it's causing her to leave a lot of people behind that she probably just wants to be with
1: yeah and i think all that yeah
2: depressed
1: yeah absolutely
2: wonderful song um
1: and that that uncertainty really just tears away at her yeah um the next two songs regal and montego bay um super cute and fun following the depression
2: um which is a pretty—that's a pattern with No Name. Yeah, just, she hops up and down between songs a lot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Montego Bay, in terms of sound, is super different than anything we've heard from, from No Name. Super tropical. It's about a, a town in Jamaica. Just about how she wants to, you know, go to go to paradise with her friends, uh,
2: and and her her lover, which I think is really yeah. nice. Very specifically, her lover, too, is yes. a big part of it. Because she's coming out of Regal where um, she's she really talks about, like, how um, when she was in a happy relationship, the feeling of being in a happy relationship, she talks about how that's, like, royal and, like, the Regal power. Yeah. Um, and which is, like, an awesome and beautiful thing. And then in Montego Bay, she just really, like, gives you the entire image of what that looks like for her yeah, um, and how great that would be for her and, and what a, a beautiful feeling it is for her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, now move, move on to ACE. Um, like this is Sava and Smina return to make another smash hit.
1: Uh, it's a straight flex from these guys. They're just saying how they're the best rappers. Um, how they have a lot of resources. Awesome.
2: No Name literally just starts off her verse saying, Smino, No Name, and Saba, the best rappers. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, and, and it's so awesome when she does it. And also, if you've seen them do it, them perform it live on Jimmy Fallon, when she starts it off like that, it's just such an epic moment of the three of them. I mean, to me, it really felt like this past year, the three of them all took a huge step up the ladder in terms of fame in the rap community um absolutely all dropped super duper good albums um and they just feel like they're the best that's and a, they are
1: that's an un- understatement to say super duper good albums yeah which is i mean great yeah uh, um good for them yeah um definitely definitely in both of our top fives i would predict i don't know yes. what your top five looks like but
2: <laughs> but you you know that's am, in there i'm confident it's in there yeah um, all right. What's the next song?
1: Uh, the next two two songs. Uh, Part of me and and with you. Uh, Part of me is just she's saying she's got to focus on herself. With you, um, she's kind of reflecting on on sharing her life. Um, she she's she's no longer her own self in in the music industry. She she kind of shares her life with her fans, um, which I think is is an interesting um thing to compare with telephone in which she only focuses on a significant other in terms of love in terms of sharing her life um in room yeah. 25 she's kind of come to come to this realization that that her life is now more than herself it's about her relationship with her fans and it's about the way that she portrays herself
2: and back to with you she's also really she's just kind of like expressing a lot of different things, but it's, it's all of her struggles and all of like also her revelations. Um, and she's just like, she's talking about how it happened through her own music. Um, which is really interesting. And it's again, her asking tons of questions. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And she says the end, uh, she's saying like forever with you, forever with you. And then says, and promise you won't forget me. Um, which you know is kind of takes on what she was talking about in don't forget about me um she's like pleading for it by the end of the album which is cool
1: yeah um which i, I also think we we see that don't forget about me uh aspect of of in in almost every artist's music um just they're they're so afraid that that people are just going to not remember their messages um yeah and I, I think it's a normal, a normal fear for artists to have. Um, and I, I think that that transitions us well, or not sure, trans- i mean, transitions her well, uh, and her album into into the song "No Name," um, which another
2: one of our favorite
1: songs by it's, her. Yeah, it, it's it's my personal number one favorite by her. Wow. Um, yeah, it's this is this is I think her 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 deepest song about herself. It is all about herself and what she wants to do. Um, And it's all about it's 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 about the reason why her name is no name. Um,
2: yeah, she, I mean, she, that's really the whole point of of the song. Yeah, um, she doesn't
1: want to be defined by anything. She she wants to be representative of the people. Um, she's she's not going to be defined by the system. She, she talked about how, you know, if, if someone gives her a contract and she doesn't have a name, then she can't sign the contract. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's she's not going to be conned and she's not going to play into the system, which I think is, again, uh, she's she's giving a voice to people who have
2: previously not had a voice in this community, which I think is great. Yeah. And that definitely leads us into her goals, um, which I think is an important thing. I recently heard her on an interview. This is a quote from her when when kind of talking about what the what the goal of her music or the message she was trying to put out was. Um, And she said, and I'm trying to be as honest as possible. Um, I think I don't know entirely how to describe myself. I feel like that's kind of why my music is all over the place. Um, But that's just how I do. Um, Which is just a beautiful kind of description of what she's doing. All she's doing is just kind of honestly telling her all of her thoughts and yeah. telling her all about her life and giving us different stories and questions that she raises to herself and that's what all of her music is about and that's the goal of her music is for us to be able to relate to it and ask those same questions um and learn as much as we can about ourselves and about love and about nostalgia those big things about her um and yeah and she, she just and holds- all of her music is amazing.
0: She
1: just wants to bring a voice to the people. Yes. Um, uh, and, uh, it's lovely. Um, she's not concerned about, about her own prosperity. She, she's concerned about, she, she's, she's concerned principally, principally with how she per- portrays herself as an artist. Um, and I, I just can't emphasize enough how powerful that is in a world of music, where it's all about making money um and she she has i mean she's already incredibly famous, and she could be making tens of millions of dollars yeah um but she's choosing not to she's rejecting that in favor she of actively does not want it she's rejecting that in favor of speaking truth to power, which yeah. you know chance chance rejected that um. Well, In I think favor- she
2: also doesn't even want that lifestyle. No, she Rega- doesn't. Like, she just doesn't want to have all that money anyway. Besides all the amazing things she can do by not having it, she doesn't even want it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. She does not want it.
2: Um, um All right, so let's transition over to talking about our favorite no-name songs. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so you want to go with uh, Give Me Your Top 5, Gabe? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Who, my top five is... Uh... My my first favorite song is is No Name. Uh, we just talked Pretty about good. it. Beautiful song, followed by Ace, Yesterday, Self, and Shadow Man. Um, all beautiful songs. We've we've spoken about all of them today.
2: Great list. Yeah, we talked about them. <laughs> yeah, we talked about them. <laughs> how, so how um, how similar
1: is that to yours?
2: Yeah, it's really similar. <laughs> um, <laughs> my first one is Self. Of course. Um, second is ace my third is forever which you didn't have um my fourth is no name and my fifth is shadow man yeah
1: so Um, (laughs) four of our five yeah
2: my my honorable mentions that i'll give that i don't think would be either of your next two but would probably be mine are diddy bop and song 32 She we didn't speak about song 32 but it was a single released after room 25 and it is unbelievable diddy bop
1: (laughs) diddy bop might be might might be in my top seven um or song 32 definitely would not be I, I'm you know I like that song but I'm not huge on it
2: it is underrated <laughs> to me um whatever it's amazing yeah um now I, I want to finish talking about No Name just by quickly telling you about a few of her features um that I'm just obsessed with I'm just going to say three of them and if you don't know the song You should listen to them. Uh, Don't call me out on all the ones that I'm not going to say because I wrote down like 20 and then cut them all out to these three because these are my three favorites. Um, The three are, in no particular order, Food for Thought, which is um, a song by Icon that features Saba, a few others, and No Name, Reverse is Amazing, Finish Line with Chance, Off Coloring Book, amazing um she like that's one of my favorite songs off that album and a lot of that is because of her and then um on Smino's album black swan her feature on amphetamine which is one of my three favorite smina songs and one of my favorite no name verses period i mean one of my favorite songs she's a part of um yeah those are my favorite features and If you want to make any closing statements about No Name, this is your time. Uh,
1: I I would just like to say a feature that that you missed that I personally have always loved. This is one of the first, or I'll, I'll, I'll say two. Um, these are these are both connected to
2: to Chance the Rapper. Um, or I'll say three. I'll say three. I just I just liked Finish Line more. I just want to clarify that I that I
1: did you like these,
2: it. Edged these out for me.
1: Interesting. Okay, so do you like Finish Line more than her her verse on Lost?
2: Yes, but been... I like the song "Lost" more. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um,
1: but the the three that I would name out of no, no name, were "Lost," uh, "Warm Enough" off of Surf the Donny Trumpet and the Social Experiment album. That's so amazing, good. amazing, amazing album. Um, "Warm Enough" is just a really, really beautiful love song with J. Cole, Chance, and No Name. Uh, I, I highly recommend checking it out if you haven't heard it yet um and the third feature that i absolutely love this this was the first time i heard <laughs> me too because i already know um, what you're gonna say it's a, a, <laughs> yeah of course is a song called israel um by chance uh really really beautiful song super super low-key the whole time um and she she and Chance play really, really well off each other. They kind of trade verses and then at the end of the song they're they're joking around with each other. It's it's a really, really pretty song, which it's it's one of my favorite chance songs. Yeah. Um and certainly one of my favorite yeah. no name songs.
2: The end is awesome when he's just like told you this would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both just laughing. Yeah. Um. All right. So that that closes our discussion about No Name. We hope you guys enjoyed. Um. We're gonna finish off just a couple general music recommendations. Yeah. Um. So, Gabe, you want to start us off? Yeah. Uh. My artist that I
1: that I would recommend everybody check out this week is YG Tut. Um. YG T U T. Uh. His friends call him King Tut. Uh. He has put out some really great projects over the last few years um his his album preacher's son unbelievable album seriously check it out he has he has a kind of um a, a really really smooth flow um really um unique voice um and he also has a project with showy called 123 which i would also check out those are both amazing projects which i really love um and also the song G35 featuring Isaiah Rashad, one of my favorite, favorite songs. Um, yeah, YG Tut? check him out. Awesome,
2: um, and my recommendation is Code of the Friend, um, an artist I've just, since like the first song I heard from him, which was Colorado Diner, um, at like the beginning of this year, I've just, or sorry, Chicago Diner, um, I've just been Dude, are with you him. even a fan of him? I am. Well, he has another song. don't even
1: know. Another
2: one of my favorite songs of his is called Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) He has Colorado Mm. and Chicago Diner. Um, He just, just, just released Photo, which is his new album. Um, It is unbelievable. It's really fun. My favorite song on it is Solar Return with Saba. And it is just an awesome album. That's an awesome song. Really recommend to check it out.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in uh, to the Overly Dedicated Podcast. We hope you had a good time. Uh, We certainly did. Uh, Thanks for listening.
2: Yeah, thank you. And we'll see you soon. I
0: have 400 cars. I have 400 scars and 400 guitars. I have 400 houses. I have 400 mouses and 400 houses. Bet you I can dance better than you. I bet you, you don't know. Two plus two. It's four. It's four. Now go and shut the door. Cause nobody wants to see your face no more. I'm tough as nails. You're slower than a snail. I beat up every single person in jail. I dare you to try.